Welcome to the One Up Sales Development Podcast, a podcast for new young sales pros, whether you're an SDR, EDR, or just not a sales pro, getting it done. This one goes out to all the hustlers out there on the phone each and every day, slugging it out. Whether you're doing 100 plus dials, 50 plus email, it's strategic outbound prospecting on a mass scale. A few key takeaways you get from the One Up Sales Development Podcast are learning how to code call. Hey Bob, would it be alright if I explain the reason for my call and you can decide if we should continue or not? Overcoming objections. Hey Bob, I know I called you out the blue and you know what? I'd be mad too if someone code called me out the blue like that, but would it be alright if I explain the reason for my call and you can decide if we should continue or not? Video optimization, the art of copywriting, and many, many more. I'm your host, Jackson Lil, former SDR now AE running this pod for SDRs and AEs. From the front lines for the front lines. Married to the game, baby. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the One Up Sales Development Podcast. It's your boys, your hosts here at Jackson Lil. Back from the front lines for the front lines. Yeah, I'm back, baby. I'm back. Back from a good two-week disconnect. Oh, man, did I miss this. So here's the thing, guys, and I want to talk to you, and this goes out to all the SDRs and BDRs and the AE who's listening to this. In life, everyone's going to run into setbacks, man. Uh, but you really, really, really need to know when, and you need to measure, and you need to see the alert when you're getting burnt out. I know, I know, I was just like you, man, and man, I'll be happy to share my story, I can't go in full depth, but I'll, I'll give you a little bit, I'll give you a little bit, for me, growing up poor as Asian American, parents being a refugees, uh, we're known to work hard, that's a given, that's just how we do, this is how we roll, this is what, this is, that's, that's just how we are, but no one gives a fuck, right, and I'm not going to talk about that, because we don't really need to go there, so what, right? But what we really need to know is when you're about to get burned out. And I have this thing where I would always work harder than anyone else, put in more works, put in more dials, put in more hours, sending that more additional emails and stuff like that. But sometimes, sometimes when it hits you so hard, you just need to get away to disconnect, to truly find out who you are and reflect on yourself and say, why am I here? Who am I? What, what am I doing here? Where am I going? That's exactly what happened to me. So here's the thing. For me, I've been working many extra, extra, extra hours to where I'm at today since January for the big vision, for the big get down, for the big long haul. And when it came to the point where the COVID happened, I was like, okay, things could probably still have, we could still make it work, not a problem. And we had to make some minor adjustments. And when I really, really, really came down after six months and accept the fact that, holy shit, um, it's not gonna happen. And it was one of the biggest L I have ever took. And when you work so hard, so long, for six months for an upcoming event offer to just fall down the drain it's just a crushing 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 blow and I had to make a move so Grant Cardone says 
I don't get burned out. I only lose motivation. Yeah, you can say that, but you know, sometimes you gotta be real with yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror and go, man, I fucked up. I gotta eat it. And that's why this is exactly why I took my two weeks off. So, fully disconnect from social media. I uninstall LinkedIn, uninstall Twitter, fully disconnect from work. I was still on like Instagram and Facebook but that's with the friends and family and the reason why is because I was traveling solo so it was the first time I ever traveled solo by myself getting uncomfortable going to a place where I, I unaware of places I've never been to before things I've never done before and just doing things on my own and after a certain amount of time it was there in the woods I found myself found myself. I journaled, listened to my motivational beats, podcasts, content, my favorite contents, and this is exactly what I want to share with you at the end of this episode. So things in life, you always people can get hit. And here's a few things I learned during my journey. And here's the thing. I, I so I planned a two week trip. I have a cousin that lives in Spain away. Shout out to Guthel. He's a retired veteran, armed forces, army forces, 20 years in deep. And he lives in Spain away by himself. He has a nice house, uh, five cars, you know, by himself. And we just picked up a German Shepherd together too. So his name is Tank and that's awesome. I said, hey man, let me visit you. Book a place, come in blind. So I came in blind, got there, said, what up cuz, welcome to the house. I said, fuck it man, give me the keys. Drove straight down two hours south to Portland, Oregon. Stayed there for a few days, went a few hikes, trails, and networked with a few people within the network. Shout out to Chris Ordolano, CEO and founder of Outbound Edge. We were able to connect, go out for a beer, and uh, take him out for dinner. And then I also met up with uh, my boy Nico Hughes, SVP and founder of Better Growth, a consulting and management uh, firm that specializes in B2B to maximize revenue and reduce churn. So that was great, but in life, if you're gonna get super setbacks and you're starting to feel it, you need to you need to make a jump, a pause, uh, you know, just move out. Don't work, nothing at all. Don't respond to email. You just need to get away and really find yourself, especially in this situation right now with the COVID, where a lot of SDR and BDRs got let go, even though we're just kind of surpassed it, but it's also to the AEs who are still in a rut today, who got let go or got fired because they didn't make quota, and yeah, probably did something that wasn't, wasn't, wasn't right, and just know it's alright, even though it's not alright, but as long as you accept and you know you did something wrong, then gotta move forward so during my trip there's a few things I learned and I want to share with you guys today so number one it's uh it's with my man Les Brown so Les Brown is a motivational speaker he used to he was bullied he was made fun of when he grew up uh, people just made fun of him and told him that he would never go anywhere and the story that he tells us is the story that changed his life so in high school Okay. In high school, he went to wait for a friend that was in a specific class, and the teacher looked at him and said, Hey, hey you. And uh, Les Brown's like, Yes, sir. He's like, 
go on a board. I want you to write a problem. He's like, I can't, sir. He's like, why not? He's like, I'm not, I'm not in this class. And he, and the teachers go, I don't care. Go up to the board and write something. And he went up and he said, I, I, I don't know, sir. I, I, I can't do this, sir. And then he's like, why not? He's all like, well, um, I, I just can't. And then the student and the kids started laughing at him. So Les Brown has a twin brother, but apparently that twin brother reads and writes, and Les Brown didn't. And the, the kids start going, ha ha, hey teacher, that's DT. That's DT. And the, the, the teacher's like, DT? What's DT? And then the kids go, that's Leslie. He's the dumb twin. And Leslie look at the teacher and go, I am, sir. And the teacher looked at him right in the eye, took his glasses off and say, don't you ever say that again. Someone's opinion of you in life should never make you of who you are and who you will be. And that right there was the turn of life, the, three, the 180 turn for him. And he started networking. He started talking with people and he started chatting and networking with people within his network, like-minded individuals. Okay, so one thing he learned from the teacher is learn how to practice OQP. And what OQP stands for is only quality people. For everyone is different, okay? Depending who you are, what you do, what what what's your vision. OQP basically it's the same phrase like you are the average of the five person you hang out with. Totally true. You know, you hang out with thugs and gangbangers, you're gonna be a thug and gangbangers. You know, you hang out with a lot of smart alecks who read books, then you can start being a reader. You hang out with a lot of people who likes to make a lot of money, then you'll eventually start making a lot of money. That That's just how it is. You are who you become and where you spend your time at. And OQP is only quality people to you. If you're someone who likes to make coffee and you're all the way all out barista, I'm part, I'm, I, I love making my own coffee too, by the way, then quality people for you would be people who be in the coffee game. As for us, in written sales and sales development, there would be like-minded individuals in the sales and sales game. And same for everyone else, only quality people. So that's what you wanna practice, it's OQP. That's what I learned uh, during my trip over, at my one-on-one trip, well, my solo trip, when I was over uh, in Washington. Went down Portland, Oregon, Seattle, so to say. And there's another quote that Les Brown says that took my breath away. Okay? And that quote is, In life, you will always be faced with a series of God-ordained opportunities brilliantly disguised as prom and challenges. Oh my God. In life, you will always be faced with a series of God-ordained opportunities brilliantly disguised as problems and challenges. Damn, you break that down in life. Sometimes when you take that L, it's actually you know, an opportunity. That's just disguise as an L. Okay, so one thing I wanna change, uh, I wanna go ahead and share with you one more. One more before we just go here is the new book that I'm currently attacking today. And that's The Magic of Thinking Big by David J. Shorts, PhD. And here's the thing, man. You hear people tell you all the time, hey, man, get up, move forward. You take an L, take a loss, uh, keep going, don't stop, whatever. 
okay, we all hear that, right? Whatever, right? If you talk to people, keep moving, keep moving. It's one thing to hear it, but for me, it was like a bright light in the dark. It's like shining light armor because I was in the dark space. And when I read this specific part in the book, it shed light immediately. And it gave me the green light to know that I'm doing something right. Even though others were telling me to do what I, I've been doing, and that's moving forward. And I'd like to share with us. So those of you who have the book or plan to get the book, I'd like you to go ahead and come, go with me. Go to page 236, all right? And page 236 is going to talk about three different types of people. Uh, person number one is called Mr. Skid Row. Number two is Mr. Mediocre. And person number three is Mr. Success. Okay, I'm just going to read it straight to you. So page 236 says, It is possible to match every Mr. Skid Row with Mr. Mediocre and Mr. Success on every score, age, intelligence, background, nationality, you name it, with one exception. Alright, says the one thing you can't match on them is their response to defeat. Let that sink in real quick. So we're talking about three people here. Person number one is Mr. Skid Row. Person number two is Mr. Mediocre. And person number three is Mr. Success. It says you can rate them and catch them on score, on age, intelligence, background, nationality, but are except one, their response to defeat. And what that means is when they take an L and W, it's, it's how they respond and what's their next move. So moving to the next paragraph, it says, when we follow Mr. Skid Row, he gets knocked down. When he failed, he failed to get up again. He just lay there, splattered out. That's it. Okay, Mr. Number One, you get punched in the face, he falls on the ground, he's bleeding from his nose, and he just lays there. That's it, he just lays there. Okay, Mr. Number Two, Mr. Mediocre. So, Mr. Mediocre got up to his knees, he crawled away, and out of sight, ran the opposite direction so he'd be sure he'd never take a beating again. Let's think about that real quick. Mr. Number Two, Mr. Mediocre, Mr. Fucking Mediocre, and we all know someone who's a mediocre, or at least know of someone. Don't lie to yourself. Yeah. So Mr. Mediocre, he gets punched in the face. He gets up on his knees. He looks at you in the eyes. He's bleeding from his nose and says, "Fuck it, man, I'm out." And he just runs away. And the last person, last but not least, A.K.A. Mr. Success, he reacts differently. When he gets knocked down, he bounces up, he learns a lesson, forgets about the meeting, and keeps moving forward. He keeps moving forward. Alright, Mr. Number 3 success. He gets punched in the face, he falls down, his bleeding nose, he gets up, he looks at you in the eye, just like number 2, like how Mr. Mediocre did, but instead of crawling away, he keeps moving forward. So... This was amazing to me, okay? People take a lot of L's in life. I take a lot of L's in life, and I always push forward, and this shed life for me. And what even more I really love about this is David Goggins. David Goggins talk about Rocky Round 14, how the other person is keep on beating on him, beating on him. Apollo keeps beating on him, and he goes, fuck it. He keeps moving forward, and Apollo goes, fuck, there he is again. 
And here's another story for you. Nate Diaz versus Conor McGregor. The first one, fight one. Not the fight two. Nate Diaz beat Conor McGregor by submission. He choked him out, right? And there was an interview there with Conor McGregor. He goes, Conor goes, yeah, I fucked up. I was gassed out, but uh, he, he was always there. His face was always there. I look up, Nate, Nate's there. I punch him, Nate's there. I kick him, Nate's there. I go to the floor, I look up, Nate's there. And Nate Diaz has that strong mentality that he calluses his mind that no matter what, he's going to move forward or die. All right, you guys, and that wraps up for the 1UP Sales Development Podcast for this episode and more to come later. So thanks again for diving in, tuning in. This one's for you guys, and I made a special 60-second clip from Les Brown himself so that you can hear the, the quote that I quote gave out to you. And uh, one love, one heart. Take care and stay safe. In life, you will always be faced with a series of God-ordained opportunities, brilliantly disguised as problems and challenges. And so I see even cancer as a gift, as a God-ordained opportunity. Changing is not easy. But changing your life, changing habits, reinventing yourself, yeah. picking yourself up after life has knocked you flat on your back. I think we have to reflect on who am I? Why am I here? What drives me? If I died today, what three words would I want said about me if I died today? I've got what it takes to make it. There's a way. Where there's a will, there's a way for me to begin to create a way out of no way. And when you have that kind of consciousness, when you have that kind of spirit, nothing can stop you. Nothing.